Manny Machado just signed a massive 11-year, $350 million deal. What is his worth when it comes to fantasy baseball for this upcoming season, though? We'll discuss that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my brother and my co-host, Matthew Ane. Yo, yo, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and we'll be there. Please be sure to leave a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you may listen. And if you throw in a type in a little review, it goes a long way for us. If you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to like, subscribe, and comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel is the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more and visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. Uh, guys, once again, Matt and I are approaching that 1,000 uh, subscriber mark on YouTube. We would truly appreciate it. If you haven't hit subscribe already, just hit that little subscribe button. Also, if you could share this podcast with a friend or two or three or multiple friends that also play fantasy baseball with the season upcoming, we're out here giving uh, some of the best advice in the industry, according to us, and it would go a long way if you could help us out and help your friends out. Uh, means a lot and uh, thank you for everyone that is currently subscribed and comments and interacts with us it does it means the world to us but on today's episode matt and i are providing you with our third base rankings for this upcoming fantasy baseball season uh, Matt and I's rankings are based on a five by five head to head category league. The rankings also work for Roto. We try to work in a little bit of the points talk when we can, but once again, that is not in Matt and I's specialty. But it also points leagues are super, super subjective. You know, you can be giving out any amount of points for anything. So, best uh, advice for a points league is to know your league, know what kind of players score the most, whether it's pitchers or hitters. But we will be giving you a draft tips episode within the upcoming couple of weeks. But Matt, let's get it started, my brother. Who is first? Oh, let's let's not even not even tease this, Mister Jose Ramirez. Um, Jose is outright the best third baseman just because he's a five tool guy. You know, he helps you out in every category, and he just keeps doing it every year. You know, he's somebody I was considering last year as like the one two pick because you know you keep, you know exactly what you're going to get. He lived up to that hype, and I think this year he's more of like you know the third, fourth, maybe fifth pick, you know, it's, it, it kind of falls in that one uh, range now because, you know, you got judge, you got Acuna back to full health. You got Turner, of course. And, you know, if you're really feeling frisky, you're going to go Julio Rodriguez. So like, that's kind of the range, but I do love Jose Ramirez. Just the fact that, you know, he has that third, he's at third baseman and third baseman is really ugly this year. Let me read you off what he did last year in 601 at bats. He had 90 runs, 29 home runs, 126 ribbies, 20 stolen bases, and he batted 280. Now, you can't really ask more from that from a first-round pick. Let's put it that way. Who um, Jose is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, to be honest, if you get him, you, you know, you just feel feel you're safe. 
you know, in 2021, he also put up 27 steals. So, you know, he's a 20 to mid 20 guy, kind of stolen base uh, guy, depends on how much they let him run. Cleveland got better this year. So, you know, they're going to be interesting and really are going to help drive his numbers. And hopefully bring him home more, but that's, that's where I'm at on Jose Ramirez. Probably my number one, my number one third baseman. Yeah, Matt, uh, I'm just going to throw something out there, guys. I forgot to mention, if you want to follow along, Matt and I are going through Fantasy Pros ADP with third baseman, and we're going to talk about them in order. We're also going to throw out where we have them ranked. If you want to follow Matt and I's rankings, head to our website, which is in our link tree, which is available on all of our social media platforms. Just click our website. Our rankings are available on there. With that being said, Matt, I'm just going to chip in a little bit of my two cents here. You did a great job covering Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez also hit 44 doubles last year, and he hit 36 home runs in 2021. He hit 39 in 2018. So if some of those doubles start going over the fence again, he could be a 30-plus homer guy. The RBIs are out of this world. The steals, as you mentioned, could be way of 25-plus. And he's a career 280 hitter, so the batting average is going to be awesome. Currently, Jose Ramirez is the number one third baseman as far as fantasy pros ADP, and he's the average of pick of 2.6 overall. Uh, you take Jose Ramirez as the top five pick, and you feel very, very happy about it. I have him ranked as my number one third baseman as well. Let's move on to the big money man. That's Manny Machado getting his uh, second big contract here from uh, the Padres, and the guy is just uh, – been super consistent over the last few years. I know he had one bad year a few years ago, but kind of, you know, just an outlier bad year. But ever since then, he's been back on it. And, you know, he's got a new uh, monster team around him. Let's talk about what Manny Machado did last year. He played 150 games, 578 at-bats, 100 runs, 37 doubles, 32 bombs, 102 RBIs, 9 steals, and he had 298 I think Manny Machado is just one of the best third basemen in baseball. He's currently the number two ranked second uh, third baseman, uh, according to Fantasy Pros ADP, pick 13 overall. If you take him in the second round, I, I don't blame you at all. Third base thins out very quick, and I think Manny Machado is a great target. Yeah, Machado is phenomenal. And you know what's funny is if you follow my philosophy on players going to a new team, he literally f- fits that category because the first year on the Padres was that down gear Dom was referring to. Machado's been lights out forever since, so I think I don't see any reason why he's not. He got the bag full of money to back it up, and they're going to try and win a World Series this year. They got the team to do it, so I think Manny Machado's in for a great year. Well, let's move on to one of my favorite players. That's Mr. Bobby Witt Jr., somebody we broke down on on uh, yesterday's episode. If you want a more in-depth you know, uh, breakdown on Bobby, I would honestly go back, take a listen, um, and go from there, but I'll, I'll at least read you off his stats and where I feel comfortable drafting him. Right. So last year he had 591 at bats. He had 82 runs, 20 home runs, 80 ribbies, 30 stolen bases, and he batted 254. Bobby Witt is a, is a, has a career batting average in the minors doing much better than that. Um, he's more like a 290 hitter. So I'm going to take that on the, um, on the R I'm sorry. Not, yeah. 290 hitter. I'm going to say that's probably where his average is kind of going to bump up to maybe 285. I do feel comfortable drafting him, but maybe not at this current draft price because you're pretty much, like I said yesterday, you're drafting him at his ceiling, not his floor, at the 17th overall pick. And pretty much if he if you draft him this high at pick 17 overall, you're, you need him to do 30-30 and hit the 290. And, you know, ultimately, you don't want to draft somebody at their ceiling. But that's why I think Bobby Witt should probably be drafted a little bit lower. But 
he's still a great player. Yeah, guys, once again, if you want a little bit more of a deep dive on Bobby Witt, that is our shortstop uh, ranking episode, so go check that out. Uh, I'll just throw out there, I have Bobby Witt ranked as my number five third baseman. I have him a little bit lower at shortstop because it's deeper. Uh, Bobby Witt has all the upside in the world. You know, if you're feeling a little frisky, he's your pick. But I need to see him break out once more before, you know, he uh, before I uh, anoint him at the top of my third base rankings. Yep. And, um, you know, up next is, you know, is Rafael Devers actually going to perform this year to his top top notch performance that we all think and know that he has the talent to do. But is the team going to back him up to do so? But we have a great uh, sponsor we need to talk talk about first. And here at Lockdown, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, the number one uh, sports book in America. Uh, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's a bonus bet back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money lines, points scored, breeze drained, and if you're really feeling frisky, you can um, you know do a same game parlay and you know do that for higher odds and win more, win, win a bigger payout. So don't miss out on your chance for your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets back. Just download FanDuel. Just go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And. Without with that being said, I'm just gonna say, Dom, take this one away since my throat is a little dry from reading that sponsor. And uh, <laughs> God, talk about Mr. Devers. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rafael Devers is super consistent, you know. And I think sometimes we forget how young he is. He's still only gonna be 26 years old. That's because he came up in 2017 when he was 20 years old, and he's been absolutely fantastic pretty much since then. Had it down 2018, but has you know last the last four seasons, Devers has been fantastic. The only thing with Devers this year is even last year he had 84 runs, 88 RBIs, and, I mean, that's that's solid. But with that Red Sox team not being great, I don't think Devers' upside reaches some of the guys that are going right after him that we're going to talk about in a minute, uh, Austin Riley and Nolan Arenado. Uh, That's why I have Devers ranked as my sixth third baseman. Currently, Devers is coming off the board as the fourth third baseman and pick 22 overall. A little bit rich for my blood. Um, not somebody I truly have, you know, uh, my eye on as one of my targets. I will read off his full stat line, though. It was 141 games, 555 at-bats, 27 bombs. As I mentioned, the 84 runs and 88 RBIs. He stole three bases, and he had 295. I just think his upside is a little bit capped. I don't think the upside is, you know, where he's coming off the board. Uh, at that point, I'd probably... You know, I, I would take, as I said, Riley and Arenado. Just Devers is somebody I'm not targeting this year, unfortunately. Yeah, completely agree. And you know what, too? It, another knock against him is the fact that Trevor Story is going to miss a good chunk of the beginning of the season. Yeah. So, you know, there's somebody else that can put the production or at least get on base in front of him. Um, Tristan Casas is doing his thing, but, you know, we don't know where that's going to make out or things like that. So, you know, Devers is out, but let's move on to Dom's boy here. And I, yes, sir. Um, Mr. Austin Riley. Austin Riley is somebody that, you know what, we were pretty high on last year, specifically Dom. Oh, yeah. I had um, him as, I believe I had him as like, a, I don't know if it was a breakout or whatever I had him as. I had him as something when it came to, you know, oh, what my guys, when we did the my guys, yes. I had him as one of them. Yeah, I had him as one of my guys. And, the yeah. and he's somebody I've been following since he's gotten the call because he came out, kind of came out of nowhere and then was just like, wow, this kid's pretty good. 
And then he, he finally broke out last year. And you know what? The stats are incredible. In 615 at-bats, he had 90 runs, 38 home runs, 93 ribbies, two stolen bases, but then batted 273. Riley is going to be an insane contributor this year. You know, now you're going to have Matt Olson stepping into year two on the on the Braves. You're going to have, you know, Ronald Acuna with a full year healthy. Hopefully, Ozzy Albies can play a full year. And then you have Von Grissom. I mean, shoot, the, the, the list goes on. And the people that are going to be able to get on base in front of him are just going to give him counting stats out the wazoo. You know, keep it family friendly. And, um, you know, Riley, Riley just has the potential to possibly, you know, take a step forward and be up in that Manny Machado, um, you know, clout and level. I think that he has a serious, serious breakout, uh, even more breakout with this team. So, you know, draft Austin Riley with confidence. And honestly, where's he going for ADP right now? Um He's going to 22. I'm picking him over Devers, and I'm probably picking him over Bobby Witt Jr. So, because he's my number number three uh, third baseman as well. Yeah, Matt, we're in sync. I have Austin Riley as my third 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 baseman as well. And you did great analysis. The only thing that I'll chip in here is I think the batting average, you know, he hit 303 in 2021, 273 last year. He's only getting better. He's still only 26. I think the batting average could even be around 280. The bombs, maybe he, maybe in his high year, he could hit you know closer to 50, but that's wishful thinking. I'm not saying he's going at 50, but he could, he's got the power to do it. So I wouldn't be shocked. The only thing holding him back from being even higher is just that he doesn't steal bases and Jose Ramirez and Manny Machado do. So, you know, Austin Riley is definitely a big target for me this year as he was last year. But, guys, let's keep it pushing. Let's talk about Nolan Arenado, man. He finally comes back and has the type of year, you know, in his second year with the Cardinals that we were all, you know, knew that he had in him. I mean, he's not going to be like the – you know, the well over 300 hitter that he was with, you know, Colorado. But, hey, last year, Nolan Arenado had a 293 batting average in 148 games, 557 at-bats, 73 runs, 42 doubles, 30 bombs, 103 RBIs, and five steals. So, you know, maybe he's a little bit lackluster in the runs because he only had, uh, you know, 81 in uh, 2021. But maybe it moves back up because that Cardinals lineup is star-studded. So maybe it could be a little bit closer to 85 this year. Nolan Arenado is a solid, solid four-category guy. I have Nolan Arenado as my fourth third baseman this year. He's currently coming off the board as the sixth third baseman, pick 30. So if you missed out on Ramirez, Machado, Witt, uh, and Riley, I think Nolan Arenado is a, a solid target because things start to fall off after he comes off the board as far as third base goes. Yeah, no, um, you know, Arenado is just – oh, my God. Sorry. Um, you know, good? Com- yeah, computer glitch. Music kicked on really loud. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, sometimes around here, if you guys know computers, we have technical difficulties, and that, that, it happens. It happens. I cracked Matt, my What's your thoughts on Nolan Arenado here? Oh, you, you good? Yeah, I cracked my knuckles on this by accident, caught it, and hit play. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Ah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So, Ar- Arenado – <laughs> Arenado, I mean, even though he had the down year in the runs, I, I think he's going to have a really nice year, year this year with the with the the rise uh, in stardom of you know Jordan Walker. I think they're he's gonna really going to add. It's just a matter of when he gets called up. He's going to really add that dynamic to that team. Nolan Arenado is going to be a stud with everybody there, and I think that everything keeps pushing for him. Let's move on to to uh, to somebody else that you know is good, but 
isn't my favorite at the position. And that's Mr. Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman is, you know, how do I put this without being mean? <laughs> you know, just, you know. You know <laughs> oh, Lord. The Astros hate's coming out. Yeah, but you know who he is. I mean, to be honest, you know, outside of the two years where they were smacking them trash cans, he hasn't really been that guy. You know, it, it, it's one of those things where you're just, okay. Because since since then, right, he's he's averaged about, in, what, 270 and 259. You know, he's a career 277 hitter. Um, he doesn't really, you know, do much anymore. The home runs are like lackluster since then. I mean, 2021, 12, 2022, 23, you know, outside of we're looking for the trash cans and with 41 in 2019. You know, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Astro fans. I know, but this is what the reality is. He's inflated, but he's on a good team. So what? here's the upside, right? He's going he's gonna to be healthy. He's a third baseman. He gets a lot of runs. He has, oppor- he has the opportunity to get more ribbies this year since the team has gotten a lot more influx of talent with Jose Abreu. Um, and, I mean, he hit a bunch of doubles, so maybe some of those translate into, into home runs. And we'll see what he, we can do this year. But ultimately, I mean... Alex Bregman is Alex Bregman. You know what you're getting this year. He's going to hit you anywhere from 260 to 270. He's going to get you 25 home runs, maybe, and probably get you about 90-90. That ain't, I ain't mad at that from third base because after that, there's a really serious drop-off. You know, He's my number seven You know, third baseman. Well, like we said, third base, there isn't much to choose from this year. But I'm still drafting Alex Bregman, but he's my last-ditch effort of the tier of actual guys you feel comfortable starting the year off as your starting third baseman. Yeah, Matt, we're 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 kind of in sync. I think we have to cut Bregman a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of slack here. He did have wrist surgery, you know, um, last year, and he also broke his finger. So I'm sure that was uh, sapping a little bit of the power. And I will say this: after his child was born last year, uh, I got him motivated. Sometimes I'm I'm not a father yet myself, so I don't know what it's like to have a kid. But from what I've heard and what I've seen, it kind of makes you look at life a little bit differently. It makes you more motivated. And I think that, that really helped Bregman. That helped push his numbers to where they were last year. I know Matt read you off the stats. But I think some of those doubles can turn back into home runs. I wouldn't be shocked if, if Bregman hit closer to 30 this year. Uh, the batting average, he's a career 277 hitter. So I think he gets a little bit closer to that. I think he's actually a pretty, pretty good bargain right now. Bregman coming off the board as a seventh, third baseman. Matt and I both have him ranked at seven as well. Pick 64. That's not that's not a bad spot. It's not a bad spot for somebody that's going to give you similar numbers to Arenado. They're not going to be as good, but they're going to be similar. Uh, Alex Bregman is definitely a good target at third base this year, and I do like the value. Uh, let's move on to the one of the young guns, and uh, you know, pun intended for sure. <laughs> that's Gunnar Henderson. Now we did do a nice deep dive on Gunnar in our shortstop preview as well. So if you're looking for a deep dive on Gunnar, you could head back to that one and you could look at that. But um, I, I do like Gunner. Gunner is definitely somebody um, you know, targeting. If you miss out on one of the, you know, the top third basemen, Gunner's coming off the board as the eighth third baseman. That's why I have him as well. I'm in sync with ADP, pick 85. The thing is, Gunner has gotten off to a little bit of a slow start so far in spring training. You know, four games, ten at bats, only two hits. He struck out five times. He's only hitting 200. But I'm not really holding that against him may make me uh you know not go as high on him in some you know some spots as I was but he had a solid year last year you know when he came up to the bigs 259 four bombs 18 ribbies uh 12 runs 
just uh, absolutely raked in the minors, though, with the 19 bombs, uh, 22 steals, 297 over 407 at-bats, 112 games. Uh, just kind of keep your eye on it to see if Gunner, you know, keeps up this cold trend, uh, trend in spring training or if he starts to heat up a little bit because that kind of is going to determine if I'm going to reach for him or if I'm just going to kind of, you know, rock the standard as far as uh, ADP goes. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I would be careful with Gunnar Henderson is if he does turn it around in spring training, you know, this price isn't going to be where it is. I think it's kind of, you know, reflecting his spring training numbers because quite honestly, I remember seeing him go a little bit higher in the beginning of, you know, mock draft season. Now he's fallen based off of his, you know, current um, current playing status. But here's the upset of Gunnar Henderson. Honestly, this year you could probably see like a season like Bobby Witt Jr., especially with the way he's starting off, you know, with the slow, you know, the home runs might be a little bit lower, but, and maybe a little less stolen bases, but Gunnar Henderson has it in him. Um, I think that Gunnar could be very good this year, but before that, you know, um, you know, before we get into the rest of these guys and talk about the finish up third base rankings, you know, we got somebody to talk about here and that is uh, Mr. Max Muncie. Um, Max Muncy is, you know, an interesting case, right? He started off the year in spring training last year, hurt, then dealt with some stuff throughout the year, but did have some interesting, interesting stats. Um, and honestly, everybody last year just thought he was going to, you know, can follow up from 2021 where he was just absolutely lights out. Cause in 2021, he had 36 home runs, 94 ribbies, uh, 95 runs he batted 249 which is whatever but those power numbers are what you really were drafting for and you were getting them late in drafts and you know you'd hope he could take that step forward and last year it was kind of a little bit upsetting he only had 21 home runs 69 ribbies 90 uh 69 ribbies uh 69 uh, runs i apologize and batted 196 now i think it was a combination of just injury and just trying to catch a rhythm um, I think Max Muncy's due for a bounce back where I don't know if he goes full send and kind of, you know, does what he do, did in 2021. But I think he can get back to, you know, the 250. I think he can get back to the 30 home runs. I think he can get back with the ribbies and home and, and runs. They're going to put him in a different position probably in the lineup just because some talent has left the roster and give him more of an opportunity to, you know, be there and, and get them counting stats. I think Max Muncy is due for a bounce back. Matt, so where where do you have uh, Max Muncy ranked in your uh, third baseman rankings? I got him at eight. Okay, I have him at nine, so we're in sync on him. I will just say this for Muncy. I know Matt did say this, uh, you know, but Max Muncy dislocated his elbow in, um, you know, the the final game in 2022, and that kind of, you know, affected him coming into this year. Uh, I mean, it's, a, you know, last year actually at this point. And he uh, he didn't get surgery on it, so you know there is that. Let's be, you know let's be careful. But I, I do want to point this out. In the first half of last year, Max Muncy played seventy three games, two hundred thirty eight at bats. He only had uh, thirty five runs, nine bombs, thirty RBIs, and he hit one sixty four. But then look at this: sixty three games in the second half, two hundred twenty six at bats, thirty four runs, twelve bombs, thirty nine RBIs, and he hit two thirty which is a lot closer to his normal self. 
Max Muncy is somebody that I've loved over the years. He's got huge power. He's a career 231 hitter, so he's going to hit around 230, maybe 240 on a good year. He, he's got power to go 35-plus bombs. He's hit 35 bombs three times in his career. The counting stats are going to be great if he's there for at least 140 games because he's shown it before. He's definitely another solid target. As you move down here, third base, it does start to thin out. But the thing is, is that pick one. 132. Max Muncy is a pretty solid pick there if you've missed out on everybody before him. Him and Gunnar Henderson are super, super close to me. Kind of depends on what you've built so far as your team. If you've been uh, good on batting average up until this point, uh, have gone a little less on power, Muncy's great. If you've done the opposite, Gunnar Henderson is great. But uh, let's keep it pushing here. And uh, we it's just a curious case here of uh, Eugenio Suarez, right? Eugenio Suarez was... Uh, yeah, you and Henio Suarez. He, he's just... um. He's a very, very uh, solid hitter that, you know, he had some career years out there in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati in uh, the 2018 season, uh, played 143 games, 79 runs, 34 bombs, 104 RBIs at 283. And then in 2019, has an even better year, plays almost every game, 575 at-bats, 87 runs, 49 bombs, 103 RBIs, and he had 271. So now last year, Suarez, um, you know, played 150 games, 76 runs, 31 bombs, 87 RBIs, and he had 236. So he's not far off from what Max Muncy does. They're very, very similar players. I currently have Suarez ranked at 14. I could see me moving him up a little bit. You know, my rankings are are still in the works here as we get closer and closer to, you know, opening day. I do like Suarez, though. Like I said, he's kind of very similar to Muncy. That's why they're going pretty close. Uh, ADP says Suarez is the 10th third baseman, pick 146 overall. Now, you know, he's um just a pretty solid guy. If you if you need the pop and you've been solid on batting average, kind of just similar to Max Muncy, kind of kind of same argument. I don't want to keep talking in circles here. Same argument uh, for him as Muncy. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about this guy. You pretty much nailed it at that point where I don't think I need to cover anymore. Just, you know, draft Suarez. I have him as my 15th third baseman. Um, he's being drafted right yeah. now at the, I don't know if you said it as a 10th yeah, and yeah. that's pick 146 overall, which is, you know, last ditch effort, um, at third baseman, but whatever, but let's move on here. Let's move on to Matt Chapman. Um, another guy I'm not really like keen on, or I'm not really a fan of, I don't feel comfortable if he's my starting third baseman. Let's be honest. Um, I have Matt Chapman at my 17th. Uh, third baseman, honestly. Me too, actually. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> that is wild. Me too. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's the only good thing he has going for him is the fact that he's on the Blue Jays. Um, but I just, Matt Chapman isn't Matt Chapman anymore. Like, you know, like last year he had 538 at-bats. He had 80, 83 runs, 27 home runs, 76 ribbies, two stolen bases, and batted 229. Like, I mean, yeah, he's, he got you a little bit of home runs. He got you a little bit of ribbies. Uh, a little, a little bit of runs, but then, you know, destroys your batting average. So, you know, I don't really feel great about drafting him that much. You know, maybe he's like a 12 man, 14 man for like second bench player since you want the backup third baseman on off days. But I mean, he hasn't really been an average guy ever in his career. Uh, his highest, he had that one, he had that one outlier year in average. And that was 2018. You know, now we're in 2023, and his next best one was 249, and that was 2019. Outside of that, you know, in 2021 and 2022, it was 210 and 229. I think, you know, he's probably going to live in that area. 
So, I mean, ultimately, you're just going to get exactly what he did that last year because that's what he did in 2021. I think you just pretty much know what Matt Chapman is. And, you know, please don't go into your season with him as your starting third baseman. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in sync, brother. The, I, I would just explain it like this. Uh, Matt Chapman is Max Muncie and Suarez light. He's like the light version of them. He's like the, the dollar store Max Muncie. So, you know, going to give you less batting average, less counting stats, and less home runs. He's coming off the board as a th- uh, the 11th third baseman, according to ADP, pick 152. I'd rather take Muncie at 132 and Suarez at 146 if that's the kind of player you're looking to draft. Uh, but let's move on to another young gun, and that's Jose Miranda. Jose Miranda is somebody that I absolutely love. I picked him up last year in a lot of my leagues, and he was uh, very, very useful. I have Jose Miranda as my 13th third baseman. Uh, just, I just love the the breakout potential. So so far um, in spring training, Miranda's killing it. Miranda's playing four. He's played four games, nine at bats, uh, a double, two home runs, three RBIs, uh, hitting four forty four. Uh, the the two home runs came in the same game. So the you know the kid is getting hot here over you know the course of spring training. Let's read you off what he did last year. Uh, Miranda played one hundred twenty five games, four hundred forty four at bats. 45 runs, 15 bombs, 66 RBIs, and he hit 268. But even in the minors, you know, Miranda has been uh, pretty successful down there. Let's go with his 2021 season in the the minors. Miranda played 127 games, 535 at-bats, 97 runs, 30 bombs, 94 RBIs, chipped in four steals, and he hit 344. So 344 batting average over 127 games, and most of those were in AAA. So he's just shown that he can get it done in the minors. I think Miranda's a solid pick at uh, you know the 12th third baseman and pick 160 overall. Definitely a target of mine this upcoming fantasy season. And Miranda's a great target this year. He's my number 12. Um, I've really risen on him. Um, Miranda is going to be good, and there's an opportunity in that lineup if they can gel, if Buxton can stay healthy, if Correa could stay healthy. Um, oh, a lot of ifs in that lineup. Yeah, I mean, there is. <laughs> and if my boy comes back, Mr. Royce Lewis, um, and gets that starting job, which it looks like he will when he's healthy. Um, you know, there's a lot of upside for that for that lineup and for Miranda to get them counting stats. Um, great, great option at you know last ditch effort to have a solid starting third baseman. Let's move on here to Mr. Ty France, somebody that everybody is pretty much a fan of, but you know I don't understand. I like I understand the breakout and I understand why people are happy with him being that he's on Seattle, but he doesn't like scream off the page for me, you know, in 551 at bats, he had, you know, 65 runs, 20 home runs, 83 ribs, and he batted 274. That's great and everything. And, you know, my only thing is he hasn't really done more than that in the two years he's been in the bigs, 2021, 73 ribbies. He had, you know, 85 runs. And he had 18 home runs, and he batted 291, like, and that's with 650 uh, at bat, 571 at bats. Like, I think this is what he is, unless he takes a step forward in the man body category. Even though he's 5'11", 215, I don't know how much more he can possibly gain in terms of power and whatnot. You know, I just at this point, since he doesn't steal bases, he doesn't really get a bump for me. Ty France is a good player, good fantasy option. You know. More for like, I would say personally, a first bench player. Um, I have him. Where do I have Ty France? 
I have Ty France at like 16. Third baseman. That's right. really what I'm rolling so. with him. Yeah, see, so we differ a little bit on Ty France. I actually have Ty France as my 10th third baseman. And, and I'll, let me see if I could uh, talk you and everybody else into Ty France. So I don't think we've seen Ty France's best season yet. So maybe I'm looking at, you know, uh, my glass half full with Ty France. So I think we see a combination of the last two years kind of put together. So the 85 runs from 2021, I think we can see close to that again. The power, though, let, let's look at this. In uh, 2019, Ty France in the minors played 76 games. Now, remember, remember, remember what I said, 76 games, 296 at-bats. And you know what the kid did? 83 runs, 27 doubles, 27 bombs, 89 RBIs. And you know what the batting average was? 399. 76 games, 27 doubles, 27 bombs, and he hit 399 with both counting stats over 80. So I don't think we've seen, and that was all in AAA. All of those games were in AAA. So we, you know, he's playing a pretty solid competition down there. I think Tri France as a 28 year old might be one of my breakouts this year. I see 80 plus runs. I see 20 plus bombs, 80 plus RBIs. He doesn't steal bases, but I think he could hit 280 as well. And he's also eligible at first base, so he gives you a little bit of diversity with his position eligibility. Right now, he's the 13th third baseman off the board, pick 164. I think he's a solid pick around there, but uh, let's move on to the next guy. And uh, Matt, you know what, my brother, take him. It's your home. It's your hometown player. So let's uh, let's hear what you got on uh, Alec Bohm. Yeah, I mean Bohm is interesting, right? Like, you know, when he first came up into the bigs, everyone was like, "Yo, this kid's got got power. This kid's got everything." And I, I was right on board with it. But then you start looking at his his advanced stats and you start looking at other things, which I'm not going to bore you with, but let's just say he chased the ball, um, um, the ball too much. And last year was no different. He started off a little slow, couldn't really figure it out. And, you know, kind of got in trouble with the fans. If everybody remembers, um, they all booed him until he apologized. <laughs> it was pretty funny, um, but he turned it around, but he's yeah, not a power yeah. guy right now. Um, you know, 586 at bats, he had 79 runs, 13 home runs, 72 ribbies, two stolen bases, and batted 280. Now, here's the thing. I heard Bohm put on 15 pounds. And he's now, if we're gonna, if I'm going to do the math, oh, actually, it's probably updated. He's 218 pounds. That means he was 203 last year. Now, usually when I hear a guy that's 6'5", put on 15 pounds of muscle, that means power is going to surge. At least you would hope. Now, if Bohm can figure that out and take some batting lessons from Harper and from Castellanos and from Schwarber, um, I think that he could start pull, getting that ball pulled a little bit and start making it over that short porch at Citizen Bank Park and really take advantage of it. And we could see him maybe get 25 home runs. Bohm has a lot of upside. But I'm not drafting him anywhere near it, nor do you have to, because his ADP is really nice right now. At the 14th third baseman overall, 185. That's a really nice backup, you know, one bench player, but two backup third baseman. And, you know, he's doing really well. Um, I, I really do like Bohm for this season. And let's just see what his spring training is. And, you know, 17 at-bats, he had five runs, um, a double, um, three home runs already, six ribs, and he's batting he's batting 412. I mean, I think we're right on, right on cue of what Bohm might be showing us off this year. So, I mean, if you're drafting soon, I'd get your hands on it before the price goes up because if he keeps this up, Bohm may have a surge in in um in price and 
things can change fast. Matt, did you say where you have Bohm ranked as far as third baseman go? Um, I have Bohm at eleven. Ooh, wow. Okay, that's that's actually pretty high. I thought I was high in him. I have Bohm at uh fifteen as far as third base. ADP right now is saying fourteen, so I guess kind of splits the difference of Matt and I there. But pick one eighty five. That's a solid pick at Bohm. If you missed out on everybody that we've spoken about already, uh, Bohm is a solid pick. As Matt mentioned, not that power might come because Bohm is still 26. There's still a chance that he could, you know, uh, put that flip on, get you closer to 20 bombs. The counting stats uh, depends on where he hits in the lineup, to be honest. I'm not sure what the Phillies plan is for him, but he's a very, very disciplined hitter as far as, you know, batting average goes. He, you know, hit 338 in his uh, rookie year in uh, 2020. Last year at 280, he had the little blimp on the radar in 2021. I guess he was trying to figure things out. But I think Foam could be a 280, 290 hitter. Uh, counting stats could be decent in that Phillies lineup, especially when Harper gets back. The power is really the question. So if you're looking for power, I might go in a different direction. But I, I do like Alec, Bo- Alec Boehm a lot. Uh, Matt, let's do some quick hits here at third baseman. You know, uh, we'll talk about some guys that we like, some guys that we think have upside at the position that go a little bit later. But I, I think I think we should lead with uh, Mr. Jordan Walker. I, I don't see how we could uh, kind of lead with anybody else besides him. Jordan Walker has just been an absolute phenom so far in spring training. Uh, Matt and I kind of have been talking about him a lot. Jordan Walker, six foot five, two twenty, Cardinals prospect. Here's the thing. He's eligible only at third base right now and uh, pretty much everywhere that you play fantasy baseball. But he's going to be, you know, getting an outfield job most likely if he wins it out of spring training because we know Nolan Arenado plays third base. Uh, he could possibly take uh, Dylan Carlson's job, but Dylan Carlson has also been hot in spring training, uh, you know, hit a bomb over the last couple of days. But let's talk about what Jordan Walker's been doing so far in spring training. And he, guys, this kid's only 21 years old. Jordan Walker, seven games, 21 at-bats. Nine hits, three doubles, six runs, three home runs, six RBIs, and he's hitting 429. So it kind of looks like, you know, he's putting it in the Cardinals' hand, saying, hey, listen, I'm here. I'm ready to hit. Uh, get me out there if you want to win right now, kind of like Julio and Bobby did uh, last spring training. And I, I think he's going to force their hand to say, hey, listen, this kid kind of really needs to, you know, be in the lineup. In the Arizona Fall League a few months ago, uh, he was one of the star players over there in uh, 21 games in the Arizona Fall League. He had 17 runs, uh, six doubles, five home runs, 16 RBIs, three steals. He had 286 uh, in the minors in 2022. Jordan Walker played 119 games, 461 at-bats, 100 runs, 31 doubles, three triples, 19 bombs, 68 RBIs, 22 steals, and hit 306. Jordan Walker's a phenom. He, he's, you know, if anyone was going to be this year's Julio or – uh, Bobby Witt, I think this is the kid. And I, I, Matt, I, tell me if I'm too bullish. You might have him higher than me. I moved Jordan Walker up to number 12 in my third baseman rankings. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I had to do it. I just mean th- there's not many guys that can do what he does. I, ca- I can see the argument. The two players I was struggling that I put him over with, I, uh, I have him over Miranda and Suarez. And I, I might change that. I might not. Uh, you know, I think they're all very, like, similar as far as values going right now. But Jordan Walker kind of just seems like it might be the move this year. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Walker, you know, outside of, like, you know, Carroll and, and Gunner, the two top prospects, he's right there. My problem is, is I don't know if they're actually going to pull the trigger or hold him back. Yeah. Because yeah. they have Dylan, um, Dylan Carlson. So, yeah. and 
Dylan and O'Neill are fighting for center field, but there's still another outfield position. So to be honest, you you would have to remove one of them from playing in order for him to break break camp. Now, I'm not saying it's not possible because Dylan Carlson's just been absolute doo-doo. Um, you know, his whole career, like he's just been mediocre player of the year every single year. Um, I just I, I like Jordan Walker. I think he's an incredible talent, and you know what his what his upside is is outrageous. I think I have him at like 17, 18. Um, he's definitely some it's somebody I'm taking a fly on because here's the deal. Even if he doesn't break camp, he might they might just wait two weeks, keep the control because he's that kind of player, or and um and then bring him up, or they may bring him up around super two. And if he's not, then I'm gonna drop him after the two weeks. But he's at least worth like my last pick of the draft. Um Jordan Walker is incredible. Yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, but before we move on, it is it- Tyler O'Neill in center field as right now Lars Newbar in left and Dylan Carlson in right. So I think it's Carlson versus Walker for that last outfield spot. But right now, hey, uh, Jordan Walker still pretty good value. Uh, uh, 22nd third baseman, pick 233. Very, very good value on him. But guys, uh, we're going to wrap this up with a few quick hits. I promise these rest ones are quick hits. The Jordan Walker thing we kind of just had to talk about because if you don't know, we want to make sure that you're in the know. Uh, Anthony Rendon is somebody that we've been talking about a lot, and I feel like his ADP is moving up a lot. Uh, Anthony Rendon's coming off the board as the 19th uh, third baseman, pick 214. Anthony Rendon has a lot of value. If uh, you know you haven't played fantasy baseball before, go check out what he used to do, and if he's healthy this year, he could definitely get back to that. I do like Anthony Rendon. I have Anthony Rendon as my number 11 third baseman. Matt, you have him pretty high too, correct? Oh, yeah, he's my number 10. Um, I also, Anthony Rendon is having already a great spring with, um, seven at bats, one run, three, uh, three hits, a home run, three ribbies struck at once, walked twice and is batting 429. Rendon picked up right where he left off in terms of being himself. So Rendon healthy equals Rendon being great. And he's out of value. Uh, Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Josh Young real quick. Uh, Josh Young, it's actually spelt. J-U-N-G, but it's pronounced Young. Uh, the kid's been uh, very, very good in the minors. So far in spring training, he isn't really getting it done. You know, he's only hitting 235 so far, but let's uh, cut him a little slack. Yeah, he wasn't great in the majors last year across 26 games. He, you know, didn't really do much, so I'm not even going to read off the stats because he didn't really do anything. But um, in the minors, he was actually pretty solid in 2021. Uh, Josh Young in the minors, uh, 2021, 78 games, 304 at-bats. He hit uh, 19 bombs, 54 RBIs. No, 61 RBIs, 54 runs, and 326. And he's just been a pretty good hitter in the minors. Definitely a name to keep your eye on. Let's see, do I have anyone else here at third base that I want to talk about? Brett Beatty, you know, Mets prospect. We've talked about him uh, on the podcast. Check out our spring training uh, episode that we uh, did. We talked about Brett Beatty in depth in that one. He wins a job with the Mets, somebody that you want to, um, you know, keep your eye on. Let's talk about uh, Luis Rangifo, somebody with the Angels that, uh, you know, is, uh, he's eligible at second and short. 36 third baseman, pick 373. You can get him super late. I like him a lot. Ellie De La Cruz, we did. I'm not going to do another uh, a prospect rant. Ellie De La Cruz, we talked about in the shortstop episode. If you want to hear about Ellie De La Cruz, go check that one out. Young prospect with the Reds, you definitely need to keep your eye on him. But Matt, before we talk about, uh, before we wrap up here, is there anybody else you want to talk about specifically? Um, I just haven't avoid on um, something we haven't had in a while, and that's Brandon Jury. Uh, Jury oh, okay. is. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That's actually a good call. Good call. Um, Drury is going to be somebody that's going to be platooning this year. We'll be lucky if he sees 300 and change at bats, unless there's an injury that thrusts him to have more opportunity. 
Um, he had a great season last year, but he's more of fool's gold this year than he is anything else. Um, just stay away and avoid him unless there's an injury that then thrusts him to have a full-time role. Then you pick him up, but don't draft him until then. Yeah, Drury's a little bit interesting, man. I mean, you could give him the shot. What's the ADP on him right now? Let's uh, just check that out before I uh, before we wrap things up. I don't even. It's really um one eighty seven. Honest with you, fifteen. Oh, okay, yeah, too high. A fifteen third baseman, way too high. Yeah, Matt, I'm with you. Avoid uh, guys, avoid Brandon Jury right now. It definitely could be a fool's gold situation after he had a breakout year as an older player last year. Yeah, he was twenty nine last year in a breakout. You normally don't see guys like that uh, last. But guys, that is all for today. Uh, you know, please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you haven't already done that. You can get our rankings, a lot of information about us. You have access to all of our episodes there. Uh, and thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen every, each and every day. With that being said, make your second listen each and every day. The Houston uh, Locked On Houston Astros. Uh, we were on there. I believe the episode dropped uh, today. As you're listening to this, it will be available. Go check that out. Show them some love. Tell them that Locked on Fantasy Baseball sent you. But, guys, we will be back tomorrow with a, one of our most exciting episodes. We're doing part one of our outfield rankings. So make sure you come back and check that one out. But, guys, until then, peace. See you.